0: Hey, I'm so excited you decided to join me today. Today we're going to talk about how to make sure your life turns out good. How to make sure that you can live the best life ever. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said when we gathered in your name that you'd be here with us. And so we just want to acknowledge your presence. We thank you that you're here, and we thank you that you want to give us wisdom, answers, revelation knowledge as to who you are and how to live in your kingdom. And be sure that we spend eternity with you as well. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In your name, in your mighty name, we pray. Amen. He is so good. He's so in love with us. And he just wants us to know the things that we need to know to live in his kingdom right here, right now on the earth. And you know, a big thing is that why things don't turn out for us is because we got this word and we don't look at it. And we don't know it, or we don't do it. You know, and Satan is so good at saying, you can't understand the word of God. God is a mystery, and he really isn't not. He really isn't. He's really easy to find. And Jesus even said, you know, the disciples were following after him, and they asked him what the parable meant. And he said, to you has been entrusted the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And so God is only a mystery if you're not seeking after Him. He is a precious pearl and He's worth your time getting to know because then your life is going to turn out. When you get to know Him and you get that revelation knowledge that you need to live in His kingdom, it is a secret, but one that He wants to reveal to you. And it's revealed to you as you look in the book. You know that's what this book is. It's Him, His character, what He thinks. His wisdom, his knowledge. And so when you look at the book, you're looking at him and you're finding out revelation knowledge and you're finding out how to make sure your life turns out. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure you don't want to be living here on the earth and just, you know, doing all this wishy-washy stuff and trying this and trying that. You don't really have to troubleshoot in life if you look to God. In fact, what I want to tell you is in Deuteronomy 28, God said, if you fully obey him, if you take heed, you're going to be blessed in everything that you do. Maybe you're thinking, well, I'm not blessed. I feel like I live under a curse. And you know what? You may be living under the curse, even though Jesus set you free from it, because you don't obey him. And even if you don't know you're not obeying him, Even if you don't know that, you're still going to live under the curse because we have to take the time to get to know God. He's a relationship. Your salvation is about your relationship with him. And he's going to reveal himself to you and show you how to live the good life. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are recreated in Christ Jesus. When you ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, he's going to recreate you and to his likeness. And he's going to put you on this path that leads to the good life. And that's what Ephesians 2.10 says. And so when we're on that path to the good life, Jesus also gave us heads up that the enemy is going to come and try to steal that life from us. And I wanted to park there for a minute. You know, he's going to tell you, When you start to look at the book, he's going to tell you you can't understand it. He's going to tell you it's too hard, and it's not. Jesus said he's a liar. There's no truth in him. He is the father of lies, and so you can't believe him. Here's another key. If he's a liar, and Jesus said, and I am the truth, then he's really the opposite of Jesus. So whatever the Word of God tells us, um, then we can know that that's truth, And then when the lie comes, you can recognize it. It'll be the opposite of the truth. It'll be opposed to what Jesus said. And Jesus said, you can do all things through him who strengthens you. So it's not too hard. You can do, you can understand the word of God and you can do the word of God, which is the next thing I want to talk about is then Satan will say it's too hard. Once you find out God has said something to you to do he's going to say, it's too hard. You can't do that. And you know what? On your own, you can't. But as Jesus said in John 15, being connected to the vine is the way you can do it. He said, you can't do it without him. And so you got to stay connected with him. You have to get up every day and get him in your heart. Get him in your heart. You can't do anything without him. Without him, you're disconnected from the vine and you're going to fall your life's going to fall apart, it's not going to turn out. And so many people think they can just say that prayer. And, you know, it's crucial that you know, it's not just a prayer. But it's a commitment. It's a lifestyle to live with Jesus, to let him live on the inside of you. And he's there all the time. And when we recognize that we're not going to live in fear, we're not going to live a And you know what, I have been doing lately is the things that the enemy tells me are too hard. I've been saying, It's not too hard. And that's what you have to do. You have to come against him. You have to say, It's not too hard. In fact, it's easy. And I love to do it. And God's going to do it in me. And everything's going to be fine. It's not too hard, or God wouldn't ask me to do it. You're a liar, and I'm not listening. When you submit to God, and you resist the enemy, he's going to take off. And he does. And he does try to come back and trick you in another area. But Jesus gave us heads up in Mark 4. He said, as soon as you hear the word, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. As soon as you hear the word, he's going to come and he's going to try to steal it. And he does that with a lie. And that's why Corinthians tells us to take captive every thought, because he's a thought. He's a thought. He's that negative thought that is constantly trying to overtake you. But you know, the way not to have problems, I was thinking in reading Deuteronomy 28 today is just fully obey the Lord your God. And you're going to be blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed when you go in. Your your womb is going to be blessed. Everything in your life is going to be blessed. And then starting in verse 15, the curses are mentioned. So if you're not living blessed, then you've missed it. And I just want to read this one part to you. If you listen diligently to the voice of the Lord, your God, being watchful to do all his commands. So it's not a nonchalant kind of thing. It's something that you're seeking to do. It's your quest. I'm going to listen to the voice of Lord, my God, and I'm going to be watchful to do every single thing he tells me to do so that I can be blessed and overtaken in blessings. Because that's what he said. He said, if you watch to do everything he says, which I command you this day, then the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. So then he mentions all these blessings that are going to come upon you and overtake you. That means you don't have to run after them. He's going to overtake you in blessings. When you, when you take heed to his word, when you take his word seriously, when you do everything that you know to do, everything the word of God tells you to do, and what he's saying to you on the inside when you hear him speak to you, when you hear the Holy Spirit direct you, you just say, yes, sir, I'm going to do that. And then you're just going to be so blessed. You're going to be so happy and you're going to be problem free. Really? Because how can you be blessed and cursed at the same time? Yeah, Satan's going to come, but when you submit to God, James 4 um, 7 says he's going to flee. That means he is going to run away from you. And so submit to God. Why not? Because then the enemy is going to take off. And then you're going to be living this good life super abundantly more than you can even ask or think. Whatever you think of, God has more in store for you than that. And so it's so simple, but we make it so hard. All you have to do is take heed to this word. And no, it's not too hard because Jesus is going to do it in you. You know whatever I think is too hard and and I just say I think it's too hard. I don't think I can do that. And then I realize I'm coming into agreement with the enemy because Jesus lives in me. So how can it be too hard? It's not too hard. It's a lie that we believe. And so what you do is you submit to God. You believe he can do it in you. You're connected to the vine. His power in you is going to enable you to do that thing he's asking you to And sometimes it does seem scary to step out on the water, but he's right there. You're not going to sink, right? He grabbed Peter out of the water. I don't know if you can hear my stomach growling, but if you do, excuse me. I got so excited to do my message today because I hadn't been able to do this in, in, a, in a few days and realized that I really do love to do, and this has happened to me before, but um, I guess I'm explaining the eating part that I hadn't taken time to, to fix that because I was so excited that I was doing a video today. I was having some um, issues with something else and God is blessing me and working it out so I can get back to doing what I'm created to do. And he, you know, he created you to do something that you love to do. And it gives you happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And yeah, I can even take your, your appetite away. You know, so much of the time, um, just to touch on this for a minute, I always want to talk more about it because God set me free from food and this is way off track, but, you know, I used to use food for comfort, for happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And he taught me that that's having a God before him. So if you're doing that, um, get it fixed, go to him and let him fix you up. Let him get those dead branches off of you, because you're going to be set free. And so anyway, when you have a God before God, it's a God before God. But what I wanted to mention is when you're doing all that God is calling you to do and you're taking heed to his voice, then you know, you're know you going to realize that is really the thing that you're hungry for. And your flesh just likes to always take over and tell you what you want and what you need. And it doesn't know at all. It doesn't know what you want and what you need. The enemy uses your flesh to try to control you. But God knows. And that's why when you take heed and you step out and you do that scary thing. For me, it was getting in front of the camera. And now I just love to do it. And so what he tries to make you think is that it's too hard. It's too scary. And why is God doing this to you when really God is so in love with you? And he's only trying to do good for you. He's only trying to get you to obey him so he can pour these blessings on you. Isn't that a good word? I'm so excited. He is so good. If you never ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, you want to do that. You want his happiness, his peace, his joy. You want to be overtaken in blessing. You want to have your life to turn out. And if it doesn't turn out, it's not a good thing and it's going to turn out with him on the inside of you because if Jesus is on the inside of you then how can you be sick? How can you be broke? How can you be depressed when you have him living on the inside of you? You can't. It's not a prayer, it's a relationship and then he recreates you in his likeness, puts you on this path. He's the potter, right? That leads to the good life and all you got to do is follow him, obey him, don't be afraid. Jesus said that to Jairus when somebody said, your daughter's already dead. And Jesus turned to him and he said, don't be afraid, only believe. That's what I want to say to you today. When God tells you to do something, don't be afraid, only believe. He's so good and you want your life to turn out and you want to live with him when you leave here. So when you say that prayer, what you're doing is committing to him and saying, I'm going to be on your side. I love you. I want to live in your kingdom. I want to be blessed when I when I come in and blessed when I go out. I want to be so blessed, like your word says. And you know what? I just want to encourage you to read all of Deuteronomy 28. And don't live under that curse. And you know, Jesus came because we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. That's the whole thing. You've been set free from the curse. Because when you trust Jesus and you follow him, he's going to lead you in the blessing. And so, no, you can't do it in your own strength. And that's another thing i want to tell you. The enemy tries to get you to do things without God, and you can't do it without him. You constantly got to be telling him that you need him. You constantly got to be talking to him, spending time with him, getting filled up on the word, getting overflowed with his joy. And then he does it in you, and you can just get out on the water and know that you're not going to sink. He's so in love with you. He really is. And if you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he's just going to be there for you all the time. Revelation 320. He said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and hang out with you. So say that prayer with me, please. Would you? It'd be so cool. And then let me know you said it. And let me know how happy you are. Let's do that. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for living on the inside of us and being our God. And we just thank you so much that you want to change our lives from ordinary just to marvelous, wonderful, beautiful, and extraordinary, that you want us to live good here. You want us to be happy. And the way to do that is to follow you and not trust the enemy, not trust his lies. So help us, Lord. Help us to recognize the difference. Help us to look at your word and know that's you, and that's how you think, and so that we can recognize the lie, the father of lies that is trying to lie to us. We thank you and praise you for the revelation knowledge that, of knowing that he comes into our thought life, and that we can, we can resist him and submit to your word. Help our thoughts, to We can line up our thoughts to match your thoughts. We love you and praise you for all you did for us, for your power living on the inside of us all the time. Now we receive you and love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. In your name. Amen. We love you so much. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And if you said that prayer, I love it so much. If you would please let me know. Just leave a comment or email me, whatever you want to do. I would so love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.